This is Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert P. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. Well, in episode number 15, we discuss the contributions that women have made in the Hebraic culture. Now, oftentimes, women's contributions are overlooked and underappreciated by their male counterparts, or the perception of it seems to be that way. Well, we've brought back special guest Cheryl Lynn Hightower Walden to discuss this issue with us and give us her perspective on what it means to be a Hebraic woman. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. If you move, you might miss something important. So stay tuned. Hebrews in exile. Let's go. Usually tricked me that way, and we're, we're rolling and right into the podcast, and I don't even know we're on the podcast, and we start talking about stuff. And this is Rabbi Robert B. Holman. <laughs> See, you're trying to be slick. You wanted to do that the whole entire time, and I'm on to you. Yeah, so and, you know what? And, and who are you? <laughs> and, and, and who are you? Um. Uh. I. Oh, wow. Bubbles the clown. No. Um. <laughs> Sean Appleton. <laughs> Speechless in the room, and today, and again, by popular demand, we have Gail Walden. Gail Walden back with us. So, I had um, we had such a good time on yes, our last did. our last podcast that we did. Um, we we kind of take a look at uh, Torah and the concepts that are in Scripture from kind of a male perspective, if you will. Is is there a dynamic that you see there that from a woman's perspective, what is why people aren't are yeah. leaving in droves? Well, not that. Just, just, just. Period. What's your? I mean, as a woman, you know, does, but, does Torah does Torah have a different perspective? Feel, yeah. Perspective for a female than it does from a male perspective, or is it the same? You know, I I never really thought about that because I I've taken everything at face value, mm-hmm. so. I don't know if my femininity comes into play. I, I know that a lot of women have intuition. Mm-hmm. And when you hear something that speaks to truth, you just kind of like, okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. Okay. I don't fight it. Mm-hmm. And if when it resonates to me and I can go back and I can check, because I'm not taking it on Facebook, Value, like you said, no bobbleheads. Yeah, because I came from bobbleheads, and you just look at people like they have a third eye. It's like I don't understand what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. But when when it resonates within you, you mean to tell you, me all those years I wasn't clear? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Sometimes hey, you were confusing. All those, all those times that I was <laughs> under, under the Christian umbrella, I wasn't clear. So much fervor. <laughs> But you have to look at it that that there was truth in what you were saying. And that was based upon what we knew at that time. So that was not not confusing. Once you said, okay, this is this, and I'm going, oh, that really makes a lot of sense. Why didn't I question this before? And it's like, it's just like the light came on. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. So it's like it was a no-brainer for me. Okay. It was a no-brainer for me. There's nothing I needed to fight against. 
You go to scripture. Oh, that's what that really means. And then once you find out what that really means, then you start digging deeper Mm -hmm. and looking and say, oh, well, we were saying this. That's not what that meant. So you go someplace else. So so one thing leads to another. And then you start throwing things out that you had in your suitcase. Right. Your proverbial church suitcase. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon you didn't need the church suitcase because it was... Every, a lot of the things that you said, right. maybe the lining was still in the suitcase mm-hmm. because there was some basis. <laughs> My way gets lighter. <laughs> My load gets lighter. Walking up Yahweh's highway. And that's true. There's joy in knowing with Yahweh I'm that going. Is flat. Walking the up the king's, king's highway. highway. So, you know. <laughs> well, wait but a I mean, minute. But see, but see so you can't go up. Because we don't belong up. Right. That's so very we're true. walking on no. the King's Highway. No, that's not true. Okay, we're going to clarify this song. That's not true. All right. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, Israel, Israel is always ascending. Yes, to a certain point. Yeah, well, she she's always she's always ascending to a to a place of knowledge. knowledge. And a place of understanding. Okay, so if you look at this song that way, yes, I, that makes sense. I was doing, I was thinking of I it literally. I wasn't back in old school. No, I was thinking I was of literally. I was just using it as a narrative. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I was just using it as a narrative to show, hey, you know, we're, we're moving in a different direction. Now, with what you said, if you notice that the majority of people who even do church, so to speak, and even in our in our way of life, the people that have come into our congregation, the women always come first, except for one time that a brother can come first, and that was Beacom. Beacom came first. I didn't mean to mention Beacom's wow. name. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beacom, little... I'm talking about you. Oh, this is a podcast. I'm talking about you, bro. <laughs> You know, but but uh, when you look when you look into into churches, churches are filled with women. Yes, and women are more prone to gravitate to um, quote quote God yes. or religion yes. than than men are. And men are, yeah. So from your particular standpoint, this may be getting a little. Diving a little deep here. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of because I want to make it clear that because there's a Hebrew lifestyle here, that there is maybe an idea that there is a diminutive role that the woman plays in 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 that lifestyle. Like because the man has a, a definitive a role to play. Right, he does, and so um, you don't have a sense of. Because I don't, again, for the individuals of the Hebrews that are in exile that are looking to continue to get information on this to say, okay, well, you know, the woman is always underneath the man. Yeah, to the the man. So I don't don't see it that way. I I see it as we're like there to help. Mm -hmm. I don't see it as like I'm have to kowtow to anyone. Sure. Oh, shucks. But uh, <laughs> only person I have to kowtow to is my husband, who is the most high. So, <laughs> okay. 
All right. But, but you know, there there's a certain thing as respect. Mm-hmm. So just because I'm a woman does not mean that I overstep my boundaries and disrespect a male. Mm-hmm. Just like I would not think that he would disrespect me. Mm-hmm. But if he did, I'd let him know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's but it's it's yeah. not an antagonistic type of type of thing. I, I to me, it's family. Mm-hmm. And family helps family, right? So right. I, I don't. I mean, there's, 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 there's substance that's there because women have played a very key role in the progression of the children of Israel. We don't need to go any further than Deborah, who was a judge, exactly, who, who presided over Israel for a long time. So this issue of you know, again, I don't see it that way either. Well, there's, there's. Okay, well, let's back, let's back it up. Let's back it up a little bit. Let's let's, let's back it all the way back up to Father Abraham. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, Sarah. 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 You know, okay. when when we when we look at when we look at Sarah, the Most High said to Abraham, "You need to listen to what your wife Sarah says." Mm-hmm. You know, um, and unfortunately, within this this Christian tree you see one of the things that people understand christianity is a tree and and the root the seed and the root of it is catholicism and it has many branches um uh first baptist second baptist all they they branch they branch off of this off of this off of this tree that has the seed and in many christian institutions they want the woman to be subservient but you fail to realize that the most high sees his wife as a dominant substantive supportive contributing uh entity within the framework of who he is you know and he wants her he wants her to feel powerful he wants her to feel majestic he wants her to feel like she is she is somebody which is the reason why when he talks about her in the context of scripture that he talks about he talks about her like like she is like she's somebody yeah absolutely yeah she yeah yeah i mean the the context upon which you know the children israel where we where that allegory is made yeah. to say that we're the 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 wife of the most high yeah. that's yeah. i mean we have we have a role to play you and know, like i said before i just i was just curious of that just that's just so we could bring out to light that it's not this subservient no no attitude no. that that no. people may perceive well no. she often sees things that he may not see because mm-hmm. he's so busy doing other things mm-hmm that are pertaining to his role that she's kind of like, well, I got an eye out. I got your back. Yeah. And, and this is happening over here that you may not see. So I just want to bring this to your attention yeah. so that you can handle this. Yeah. I mean, Zipporah, Zipporah saved Masha's life. Yes. <laughs> because while, he take care of Because while yeah. Moses was out yeah. there taking yeah. care of the children of Israel, she said to him, she said, oh, by the way, uh, you might want to come home and take care of the circumcision of your yes, sons because right. the Most High is about ready to kill you. Yes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, that support is... You know, so the key. woman, the woman uh, in the Hebraic, in the Hebraic way has a definite role uh, that she plays and it's not one of being 
subservient. With that being the case, we're living today in a societal situation where across the street in the Christian denomination, uh, our, our people are leaving um, and they're going absolutely nowhere because they have lost, they have lost faith in the thing that they were trying to put faith in. And, you know, there are a lot of reasons for that. Uh, one is which that people want something that is real, something that is true, something that is consistent, and something that something that's not always about me. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. in our congregation, um, you know, the Most High is the dominant. And while I'm the rabbi of the congregation, it is never about me. Right. Never about me. You know, um, he has to be, he has to be front and center. He has to be the, 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 the sole matter of discussion. And everything that we do has to be for him, even when it comes to money. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, I absolutely. mean, uh, I, you allow me, allow me to testify. <laughs> Won't you, can I testify just a minute here? Just I just want minute. to testify. No, okay. You know, I never, we don't, we don't pass an offering pan and ask people to give any money. We don't have a we don't have a an auction going on, you know. It's called it an auction. You know, who will give me five? Who will give me ten? We're going to start at five thousand. Who will give me a thousand? Who will give me five? Can I get a five? Can I get a five? Get a five? Get a five? Get a five? There's a five over there. There's a five over there. Can I get a four? Can I get a four? Can I get a three? Can I get a three? Can I get a three? And milk it all the way down. Well, okay. Now that all of those of you that have written your checks for the big money, for the rest, now the rest of you can come. Like the rest of them are left up. That belittles them. Yeah, right. People. We're not one of those no not one of those congregations that actually take your taxes to make sure that you no no we oh. don't no we don't I don't ask for your for your ten forty I'm not concerned <laughs> about your ten forty as to whether or not you pay tithes or to give tithes or not I, I don't which is right I don't care go ahead That's come right. on I don't care it's not my business go on here by the tithe you know the issue the issue is between you and the most, the most high. High. See, one of the things that I learned from from Mache, from Moses. Moses never arm twist the people to obey the most high's rules. No, he, he told them what it was and he left it with them and he left the consequences with them. That's right. Mm-hmm. See? But, you know, this whole idea of, you know, people they're they're leaving churches for various reasons. Money's one of them. Uh the other one is that, you know, they 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 get they get tired of the of the clicks. Within mm. within within the system and and all the political uh, all the politics that goes on with the system and you know some people just want to go to church I'm going to use the term church we don't use church in Hebrew way we we talk about congregation but they just want to go to church and hear about God so to speak and you know within this Hebrew Hebrew circle where we are we talk about Yahweh. 
I mean, our whole conversation is about Yahweh. What's, what's Yahweh want? What's Yahweh say? What did Yahweh say? What does, mm-hmm. you know, and we teach it from that, from that principle. So people are looking at, we get back to the other issue of the other podcast that we, t- we talked about. We get back to quantitative and substantive yes. matter. Yes. That you can wrap your mind around, you can wrap your teeth around, and that you can prove the evidence of the subject matter that's being given, and we're not there to hype you up. Right. Plus, you can go back home and you can dwell on those words yeah. because you're not, you're not dwelling on a high feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an emotional. It's not an emotional roller coaster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was going to use emotional orgasm, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that don't last very long. <laughs> I'm gonna get all the parents. You know, I, what, I, is, what does that, that mean? mean? I, you know, I used to, I used to say that. I used to say that all the time, and, and my and my and my wife would get so upset. I wish she wouldn't say that. And I said, well, I said, well, that's what it's like. You know, the moment you get you get you you go into that high frenzy for the moment, and then it's all over. It's all over, and you're back to you're back to back to the norm of nothing. You know, yeah. This it, is and the Hebraic way is not that way, right? No, it's not. You know, it's it's refreshing. There's it's an appreciation that yeah. that comes along with understanding that wow, I'm I am somebody within the within the congregation yeah. Yeah. of of this group of people. Yeah, I, I, I understand yeah. what the Most High wants. But I under, I've heard him. But it also gives you something to come home and live with. Yeah, so that's the beautiful thing about it. Yeah, we're not a we're not a diet called Christianity. No. Never mind. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, because it's not it does it's only temporal. It's only temporal. It's not something that's sustaining. So I I don't have the um, I don't have the numbers from the Pew report, but the Pew report is a narrative that enumerates the voluminous numbers of people that are leaving the Christian church now. But here's, here's, here's something to be very cautious of as, as we talk about this subject. There is another group of people that are, that are on the rise, and they have a goal. Um, their goal is much like the goal of the Greeks, the one thing that the Greeks said, that the Greeks said, we're not going to kill you. We're not going to come in and we're not going to be tyrants, but we're going to, we're going to fix it so that you adopt into our culture and our way of life, which is called Hellenization. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, there's another group of people that are on the rise worldwide, and that's the worldwide Muslims. The, the worldwide Muslims uh, realized that one of the things that's, and I used to have the, the numbers here. I don't have, I don't have, I'm sure I could find it. It just came to my mind, and I'm not prepared to talk about it, but I am going to talk about it, is that they are outbirthing the nations. Yes, and they figure that if we outbirth the nations, then pretty soon we will overrun the nations and we will rule the nations. Mm. And in many places in Europe, uh, that's number. the case mm-hmm. where the Muslims have outbirthed Christianity and, and have, have, have caused Christianity to be a, a lesser religion in many of the, uh, of the European nations. Uh, and so the idea that as people leave their, their faith system, they are not knowing 
they're they don't know where to go they don't know where to go and and that's and that's the plight of hebrew israel in exile hebrew israel in exile without a leader without a voice that helps them to connect to to the truth of the matter, then they wander and we get back into the context of scripture again. And so now every man does that which is right in his own eyes. Right, yeah. See? But when Israel, when Hebrew Israel is right and she's following the uh the the uh the dictates of the Kohanim and the leadership that the most high has established over Israel, she walks and she walks in lockstep with him. It's when that leader is not there that she begins to get astray and go and and go in different directions. So you know, with this with uh, with this majority of people leaving the Christian faith, they're wandering, and they're not going anywhere. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. or they're staying at home. And I want to say to you, um, you know, if you can't find any place to go and you're wandering about faith, uh, you know, we're we're at uh, www.firsttab.org. Uh, you can click on our website on the Shabbat, any Shabbat, uh, which is the Sabbath, around um, eleven thirty, and we're going live on our on our on our streaming system, and you can you can listen to and be a part of uh, the narrative that's coming out of out of our house, so that you can grow and so that you can get to know and be able to walk in this way that so that we love so much and that's yes, that's 11:30 pacific time yeah 11:30 pacific, pacific time, time. Yeah. yeah but, so but no matter on our website world, on our website there are there are different um uh, platforms that you can plug into and and hear and and get some information that'll help you so you don't have right. to just be a wanderer i mean you may not have a congregation to connect to but you do you have a, listen, i man. mean hey mm-hmm. with this pandemic Hey, yeah, you know, exactly. Everything, everything's a Zoom mm-hmm. and a home anyway. Right, right. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah, why yeah, y'all, and then that's that's the plight of what's happening nowadays because um, for me, me and my wife talked about this, is that for the mind that's trying to wrap its, wrap its hubris around this and say, what is this thing? You know, I think the, the best place to start is understanding that you, that, Torah is talking about you. This is your genealogy. This is your history. history. And let's not, we're not, you you wouldn't go to your ancestor, your grandmother or your great grandmother and, and listen to her spiritualize her story of her life. No, you wouldn't. And, and, so, for instance, so when we listen and, and read about the things about Torah, if you, you start with that connection first, you, you, you tend to make a better transition into understanding that, yes, this is about, me. me and I have a connection with it now, not like it was before, where I'm looking at some speaker, yeah, images of the surfer dude that you know that I have no connection with, right? You know, for 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 a lot of reasons. So I think it's once you make that connection and then understand, yeah, there's two different ideologies and thought processes here. You're able to make that transition better. Into yeah. a Hebraic way. You know, I, I said this before, and I said this in one of our other. We we did a podcast on this subject from Mark from Marcus Garvey, mm, uh, which simply says that people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree with, without roots. Well, you know, you need to understand that your roots, our roots, are are connected 
to the history of Hebrew Israel. And you need to understand that the more you know about your roots, the better you're going to be able to function even in this exile that you're in and have a faith to be able to understand that the Most High has a plan for the outcome and the coming out of this exile, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which is which is different than the narrative that you heard on the other across the street. Right. Totally. You Absolutely. Know? And it's and it's and I got ooh, it's far. It, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. I'm gonna, I want to actually um, kind of tie something back in if I can a little bit. And, and again, get your perspective on it. Why? Why? And you may have said this already. I spaced that out. <laughs> why are there so many women in church? It seems like when I was growing up, the women outnumbered the men in droves. That's there was a, good a hush question. in Israel. <laughs> well, well, no. Um, I think it's more the feminine side. Of the most high, the nurturing, I think it has to do with nurturing. Okay. And and having a, a grounding, because it, it helps to have something that you can ground and you can, and you can use. You know, women have always been better listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in, right. some aspect, in some aspects. And we tend to see things a little differently in the um, atmospheric mm-hmm. realm or mm-hmm. spiritual spiritual realm, and we're more a lot more intuitive in the things that we do. So we take things. A lot of women. I'm not saying all women, but a lot of women take things at face value, mm. and if there hasn't been any harm done to the psyche. You know, they'll just go ahead and do it okay. because I think it's an innate thing. I, I can't, it's not something I can explain. Okay. Cause I actually, well, you know, over the course of my life and, um, I'm way past 21. You just over 26. Stop. <laughs> I have found that the 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 woman is much more she has a much more spiritual um connection and you know when you hear you know you even hear you hear pro athletes and they'll either mention their mother or their grandmother and when they mention their mother or their grandmother in a context they'll get down to the fact of talking about my mother or my grandmother prayed for me. You know, mm-hmm. it goes, it goes back to that aspect of, of, and you know, uh, uh, I, I often hear Steve Harvey talk about, you know, his mother, he was raised in the church and he had to go to church all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and that's because our, our, our ancestors, our ancestors, it gets back to the culture of our See, ancestors again. Going, yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be there. Our ancestors, I'm going to say this probably until I'm blue in the face. 
our ancestors that came out of the continent of Africa knew who the Most High was. And our ancestors prayed to the only God that they knew, and they didn't call him God. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. called him Yah. Didn't, it wasn't until we, we landed on Plymouth Rock that everything began to, 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 to shift and change into a different narrative. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, is that being Hebrew people, we were born into a culture where the innate, where the innate norm of our people was to pray. And I don't even, I don't care that we're in this exile. Mm -hmm. What's in you is in you. Right. Something genetic. Yes. So I, I'm going to throw something out sure. that um, one of our sisters said last Sabbath as to who was with the Most High in the beginning. And the <laughs> beginning was wisdom. Right. Wisdom. Was female. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's when I say in, innate, it's kind of like whatever this the entity was, that's the female portion of the female. Well, the proverb says, says, mm -hmm. says, the proverb says, wisdom, wisdom. She has built yes. her house. Her house. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And, and then mm -hmm. it, talks, it talks about, as it closes out <clears throat> in the book of Proverbs, it talks about a, a virtuous woman. Well, most people in the various circles, when they get to Proverbs and they start talking about the virtuous woman, they think that they're talking about a woman. They're not talking, they're not. The, the book is not talking about a woman. It's talking about Torah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How a virtuous woman builds her house. Torah builds her house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the Most High uses the feminine vernacular to define the greatness of who he is because yes. he can be whatever he, he wants, wants to be, be and his yes. word can be whatever it wants to be. Yes. But that feminine side is part of the innate uh, makeup and the DNA mm -hmm. of our people mm -hmm. that have come out of the continent of Africa and come into this world. Hey, we... Watch your mouth, Rabbi. Well, come on. You keep... Uh, that's number two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we <I> translate? We, <laughs> we had to pray. We were getting our behinds whooped. Yes. We were getting our behinds hung. We had to pray. We had to learn how to cry out to somebody mm -hmm. that could help us. Mm -hmm. Which is which which connects to the narrative in in Isaiah fifty three, where it says that uh, that uh, you know he he was led to the slaughter as as sheep and he didn't say he didn't say anything. Well, heck, who were we gonna cry out to was gonna help us? But the Most High. Yeah. What was we gonna say? Massa, mm -hmm. don't hang me. <laughs> right. Massa, 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 don't beat me. Right. What were we going to say? So we took those whoopings. We took we took what they gave to us 
and we rightfully des- excuse me. Mm-hmm. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna get upset with this statement. We rightfully deserved it because we rejected our forefathers. Rejected mm-hmm. the Most High as being their God, and He told us in. Getting back to that old famous writing in Dabarim, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15 to 68, he outlines every step of issue that's going to happen to us in this exile. And then we have to read the narrative, and he says, but yet I will not utterly destroy you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a, um, when I was kind of asking that question, um, I looked at it at a different perspective to say, you know, why do I see so much of that? And I think it's kind of that, kind of that intuitiveness that a woman has to see the quintessential just paragon of resplendence, just poster child of what a man should be. The, the covering that the most high provides yeah. the, 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 the tutelage that the most high provides. Yeah. It's all the, it's all the things that, that when a, I, in my estimation, when a woman goes out and seeks a man, these are the things that she's looking for. She's looking for leadership. She's looking for integrity. She's looking for honor. She's looking for all these things. And the Most High is the quintessential paragon of, of those all things. Of all that, right. And so I can cling to something like that because that will never change. And the one thing that I covet the most, which is my soul, he is the protector Trump. of. Yes. So... I looked at it from a standpoint to say the women are going to be gravitating to this more because they they understand that this, my soul is the is the most precious thing to me and I have a protector right of yes that. right yes. and 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 Yahweh yes right. so right. I thought that was <laughs> so it's it's nice getting the different perspectives on yeah. on on yeah. on what that because yeah. we all came from that we big there was a big mama in everybody's church yeah, been there been there, been there. Yes. <laughs> and she was a praying individual yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the cornerstone and it seems like even and this may get sentimental for all of us in the room but yes. the first lady is the, the yes. that that yes. person yes the praying person when you think of it yeah yes. when you when you think of that person that's in the in the congregation right. yeah well, that's good. <laughs> I, you know, I hope that we, I hope that we're providing you with some, with some important uh, substantive matter to think about because uh, the Hebraic way is a way that you have to be committed to and realize that the Most High is committed to you, and each one of us in our walk with Him have to be committed with committed to Him just like we're committed in a relationship, husband and wife, and have a good relationship. And the one thing that you can always know is that the Most High will never leave you and he will never forsake you. But you have to know this one thing also about him. He ain't going to put up with no foolishness. Right. Tomfoolery, whatever word you want to insert in there. (laughs) Right. Zero tolerance. He's just not that that kind of L. He just... he, he's, he has a he's sense not. of humor now. <laughs> oh, he, he oh, has, yeah. oh, he has a sense of humor. Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody's Man. on the potty. Maybe oh, we took, right. took a nap. Maybe somebody's <laughs> maybe sleeping. Is that, is that, is that what Elisha yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, Elijah. Yeah, why don't you pray louder? Yeah. Cut yourselves yeah. more. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know where yeah. he is. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's on a trip. <laughs> Gone somewhere. <laughs> but, you know, 
he he does have a a great sense of humor when you really get to know him and you start walking with him the way that he wants you to he will show you different sides of himself which makes our walk really great well once again this has been hebrews in exile this has been rabbi robert b holman jr and sean appleton and our guest yeah well then till next time we say to you shalom, shalom.